Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 4, Arkham. Yay! <laughs> I, always, I don't know why I always cheer. Usually like, yay! Like, we're here! Woohoo! Uh, it was directed by TJ Scott, and it was written by Ken Woodruff, and I don't really know these guys. I mean, they had, like, resumes and stuff, and they've done other things, but nothing like Nothing interesting. Yeah, that was truly interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it was a much better episode. Yes, leaps and bounds better than Blue Man. Oh yeah. Um, I think it just this is where it really felt like it was starting to be a show you could watch. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really really exciting for me to. I'm excited by everything. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, you had a semi-plausible plot. Yeah. I know. And it wasn't the, it didn't jump around. As much. Between all the different storylines. We didn't have to visit every single character every five seconds. Yeah. Um, We were Montoya and Alan free. Yes, this is true. Which was nice. This is true. Yeah. So, yeah, it was so much better. And this is where it's, it's. This is the upswing. It was bad, it was bad, and here's where the story, it, it yeah. finally starts to hit its stride. I mean, yeah. we've introduced all of these characters finally, and now we're starting to get plot that gets going forward. Yeah, it kind of feels like they're finally getting their feet on yeah. this. Mm-hmm. They're finally getting their footing, and, and it's We know like, what oh, we're doing okay. now. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you remember, they Fox picked up the show without even a pilot. Yeah, they had a lot of faith in, at least, I guess, oh, the script they saw. I guess... But it yeah. wasn't great. It <laughs> got it got, it got better. Yeah, it got better. It got better. Turn me into a newt. <laughs> that's a Monty saw. Python reference for those of you who don't understand, because that's very important. That Pause now. Yeah. Go watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail, they then come, come back. back. They're never going to listen to our podcast if you keep telling them to leave the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Something else. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> don't stop. Listen to all of them. Yes. So, uh, just to get right into the recap, um, you know, we, we start uh, just where we left off last episode with Oswald coming well, to visit Jim. Well, yes, but I wanted to point out that we have the exact same previously on God, yes. lead in. Yes. Maybe the tiny little end of it was a little bit different. I, it was actually to the point when I was doing my rewatch, I hit play and I thought I was on the wrong episode. I was reciting it. I see a war coming. <laughs> Dear. Rivers of blood in the streets. Oh, dear. I can see it all, you know. So. Yeah. I literally thought I was on the wrong episode and stopped <laughs> and restarted. I was like, oh, no, no, same oh, one. Okay. Yeah. So, and we do start exactly where we left off. Yeah. And um, so Oswald lies to Barb about who he is. Yes, he uses the name Peter Humboldt. Is that a thing? A Humboldt is a type of penguin. Oh. The Humboldt penguin. Because really I heard the name, I had to go look at. Is this? Is it a thing? Yeah. The only thing it is is, a is this a type of penguin? I'm I'm pretty pleased uh, that Oswald did that, even though he supposedly doesn't like it. But yeah, he's our penguin yeah, baby. I thought you'd like that. Okay. So um, yeah, they have super awkward chit chat for about four seconds. Yeah. And then Jim's like, and or Oswald is like, I can see it's not a good time. And Jim's like, Let me take you. Let me uh walk you out. Sure. Sure. And. I was really surprised that Barb wasn't picking up on how horribly awkward. Were you and bad really? It was. Were you really though? Were you not surprised really. at Barb? Yeah, yeah not really. I don't even know. Uh, so Jim takes uh, Oswald outside and he roughs him up really good. And um, I was really proud because I was like, "Oh my God, Jim has an emotion." <gasps> yeah, a, a emotion. Yeah, <laughs> just, just the one. So I think far. he's just really tired. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> Leave me alone. 
course, Oswald talks his way out of Jim beating the shit out of him. He's really good at that, though. And, uh, yeah, he pleads his case, and he, um, he actually makes a decent amount of sense. He really does, and this shows us the beginnings of Penguin uh, is notorious for knowing Mm-hmm. things that are going on in Gotham. He yeah. he's the man who knows things in in the canon and this shows us the start yeah of of that. And um but he tells Jim that he'll be a better ally to Jim because the other cops won't deal with him. They won't listen to him, they won't work but with him. They all think he's dead anyway. Well, I mean Jim, they won't work with Jim. Oh, but yeah, Oswald okay. makes the okay. point yeah, of yeah. saying that you know, right. he's everybody thinks he's dead. So mm-hmm. nobody's going to be looking for him. Mm-hmm. So, um, then he talks about Arkham, which has been mentioned about 400 times in the span of, like, an episode and a half. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he says that, uh, you know, the the whole war is coming thing. Sure. But war is nothing but politics, Uh which is nothing but money talking. Exactly. And then he disappears. (laughs) Okay, and this is where I had to, because it gets, this whole Arkham deal Mm -hmm. gets so confusing yeah. I was literally having to type out every little, as I learned it, yeah. the information like I was doing my own investigation. So what I've gathered so far at this point mm-hmm. in the episode is that the Waynes were helping with the Arkham deal. And I think this is, yeah, the Waynes were helping with the Arkham deal. Right. But from what angle, we don't know. Yeah, we, we just, just know, know they, they were involved. involved. Yeah. That this probably got them killed, but by who, we still don't know. Right. Um, and we do know organized crime is at its core a business. It's a very violent business, and we've mentioned this before. Um, and and Falcone has mentioned that to Jim. Right. And that this property is, is apparently it's a big money thing. Mm-hmm. It's business. Yeah. Um, and it's been closed for 15 years. And that's the that's facts I have. That's where we, where we are. That's what we know at this point in the, in the show. Okay. Um, so we move on, and the, uh, there's this councilman and his assistant, bodyguard, aide, whatever. It's Councilman Ron Jenkins. Mm-hmm. He's just a dude. He's just a, okay. just a dude. Um, they're on this rooftop uh, at a parking garage, and they're stopped by a guy who claims to be one of his constituents. Mm-hmm. And he wants to show them something. Mm-hmm. And it's totally not at all ominous at all. No, no, no. Um, and this thing is this weird weapon, and the bodyguard ends up dead with a, with a spike through his eye. Oh, this whole scene. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> stop and um and really quickly then the councilman is dead right behind him he gets away for like you know 10 feet away and then he ends up he ends up dead yes after a mini chase yeah for like two feet so we move on and Essen um she assigns Harvey and Jim to the case and I'm starting to think that this is where our crime drama pattern is really starting to show up but I'm starting to think that like if Montoya and Allen are the quote-unquote major case unit Jim and Bullock have gotten a lot of major cases. Yeah. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a councilman. But the the major crimes unit is investigating what? Gordon? (laughs) I think that's their only agenda. What are they paying them for? Maybe the major case unit is basically somebody who's just like, hey, let's give Montoya and Alan their own unit. (laughs) That's the honest (laughs) unit. That's what they did. They're the honest cops, so give them their own unit, but don't give them any work. Make shit up. And listen to criminals and do shitty police work. Yes. Yeah, maybe that's just, yeah. Right, and um, so, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with everything you just said. (laughs) Um, But, you know, again, it's the crime drama, murder, investigate, solve. I'm not really sure what I expected. Yeah. But, you know, police department, that's what's going to happen. I don't know why. 
this is news to me. But um, nobody's the night yet, so yeah. No, that's, that's what true. It is. But what I wanted to point out was uh, I was talking about in the last episode how their desks keep moving. Yeah. Last week their desk was on the floor. Uh huh. Now they have the desk with the view. Yeah, and by the little mm-hmm. window of the platformy thing, which is really cool. Up looking. on the top, which it's a really great angle, and yeah. I think it actually stays there from here on out. But the fact it's they it keep jumped. Maybe Essen didn't want them right outside of her door anymore because now they're up there. Yeah, she didn't want to hear all the bitching. They're in a completely different location. Y'all are married. Just go away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so now they have a view and Bullock dons his angry hat. Yes. And um, Jim thinks that it's a political killing and Bullock disagrees. Um, and well, of course, because Bullock always disagrees yeah, with Gordon like, no matter what it is. I want to go the path of least resistance. He Whatever does. It, yes. the easiest thing is, he wants to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we move on, and uh, we go to Fish's Club, and she... Well, real quick. Yeah. On their desks. Yes. Uh, Bullock has an old monitor. Mm-hmm. It's the, that the big beige colored or color, color one. And Gordon has a... It looks like a newer one. It's black. Mm-hmm. It's still a big fat tube one, but it's a newer model, it looks like. Okay. Which and I thought that was interesting. later in the episode. Right. Um, Elsewhere. But Bullock's, uh, he seems to know where to start. That yeah. seems to be Bullock's superpower. Yeah. He always knows where to start yeah. looking into something. So, yeah. So, Fish is at her club. Yeah. And she's uh, listening to this singer and who is like the most boring, boring singer on the face of the planet. She's like Dario Nyquilis's, uh, you know, great, great, oh, great daughter. I know. They, I, I read in a few places that they tried to make this another nod to the Joker because of her bright red lipstick. I'm like, yeah, you're, really? you're, you're reaching. That's super reaching. You're reaching here. I disagree with that. Now, if she had had green hair, too, maybe. Maybe even the suit yeah. or something. Yeah, some feminine version yeah. of I, who the hell knows. Yeah, no. Um, so, Fish, Fish asks her to pretend that she's a guy and to try to seduce her, mm-hmm. and it is painful to watch. It really is. I mean, just bad. It is so painful. But we do learn that Fish is not prejudiced. That's true. Do you like boys or girls? Yeah. She did ask. She did ask. Which so, is the polite know. thing to do. Right on. Um, maybe she should have... I kept waiting s- for one of them to say both. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. Um, but... I think she possibly should have suggested that she seduce Butch instead. I thought about that too. But I think that Butch would have been too easily swayed by her By the fact that she looks. was female? Yeah. Um, but, uh, but what we learn here is that it's the acting that's key. That's what yeah. Fish is looking for, that she didn't even act. Yeah. Well, no, and it, if was, you, it yeah, was super so. awkward and weird. It was so weird. Um, so the girl leaves, and uh, Bush is like, I think she's a good hire. And uh, <laughs> Fish puts his ass in his place, mm-hmm. like she does the whole snappy thing, and he sits right next to her. Yes, and, yes, ma'am. And um, she makes a point of saying, She says, I ain't looking for no girl, I'm looking for a weapon. weapon. And the way her tone changes, mm-hmm. I was like, You don't want to fuck with Fish. No. Because she's usually very controlled, and she's got this yes. that sinewy kind of tone to her voice, mm-hmm. and it's all very, um, I, I won't say classy, because there is a rough edge to it always with right. her, but um, she's not as polished as she usually is. That's true. And so I was like, I saw that, she and I seems, was like, she's Ooh. Like she's a little frustrated. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was really cool, because I think that's there's possibilities with that. Um, so we move on, and Harvey is, uh, he's uh, 
brought a guy in that he thinks killed the councilman. And they're doing their good cop, bad cop. Which is mostly just Harvey wanting to beat people up. And Jim stopping him. Or Uh, telling him no. Yeah, and Jim doesn't like it. And Harvey's upset that he doesn't get to do his big bad interrogation. Right. And and somewhere in this scene, we meet uh, Carlos Alvarez. Mm -hmm. They say his name like 50,000 times. Alvarez, 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 Alvarez. So I'm like, okay, he's got to be freaking somebody. Yeah. So I went and looked him up. He's from the new 52 series. Oh, okay. He's just another cop. Okay. He's not specifically... And the new 52 is the big reboot, right? That's the new retcon. Everything's being completely retconned okay. in the new 52. That Yeah, it's, it's literally... Dark and it's... Yeah, it's literally the new. Yeah. It's the one that Harley's got the new outfit that... Oh, the hooker outfit yeah. that everybody hates? Hooker Harley. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. Every, yeah, that's... But he's just a guy. Okay. So, you know, whatever. Uh, um, and so... They, uh, they've received evidence from the crime scene, and so Jim starts going through it, and he sees a proposal for Arkham in the councilman's papers. Right. And so, okay, so we go to this the press, mayor. It's the press conference, Yeah, the mayor's right. giving this press conference of the mm-hmm. Arkham plan. Right, and they show this big map. Yep. And I paused on it. Did they show any of the other districts? No, they didn't. All they showed was just the the, the in the center, the very, and there were, I couldn't even see like, okay, is this on the south side of town? Is this the north side of town? West, east? Yeah. I couldn't figure out where is it in the middle? You know how the district, how where this laid in the yeah. Gotham world? Yeah. Um, but uh, listening to the mayor's speech, uh, it's forty acres, mm-hmm. twenty six city blocks. The last major undeveloped district. Which makes no sense to me. Because, yeah, it looked like it was overlaid on a map where stuff was... I think maybe it's just a run-down yeah. district. Yeah, when they say undeveloped, though, I mean, that's that's like, you know... Yeah. It, uh, but so that was odd to me. on the overlaid map, you had different sections. Mm-hmm. You had affordable housing in one section, retail and services down in the southern area, up in kind of the northeastern area had vocational and employment training. Okay. And then kind of southeast, there was the new medical campus. Okay, which is Arkham. Right. And then uh, there was the Arkham Asylum, uh, kind of more in the southern area. But then right smack dab in the middle, it just says Arkham City. Okay. So the map was super detailed. Yeah, it had, and it was color-coded. Each of them had different colors. Um, yeah, the retail and services was kind of in the southwestern oh, so area. Was, that was a map of the entire district. I That's what thinking, it looked like. I was thinking the middle part was Arkham, and the rest of it was the city. In the okay, center, the center was Arkham City, and oh, then okay. surrounding it were these different little sub areas oh, okay. for it. That makes um, more sense. So, like in the comics, Arkham is the asylum, right? And it's just the asylum. It's um, Doctor Arkham's was the he named it it's called it's the elizabeth arkham asylum it was named after his mother and there's a whole backstory to where the arkham asylum itself came from but it was he turned his house into this asylum it's just this big huge house so that's what in the comics the arkham that's all it is is just the asylum where here we see it's a whole entire district yeah yeah so they they make it into a real yeah which makes the 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 mobsters involvement in it more plausible that's true because they retcon that for the show that's true i don't know maybe building contracts involved yeah and... it's possible that later on that the uh, outskirts area is no longer referred to as arkham because yeah. you just have you know it's no longer the area it's just the asylum is referred to as arkham i don't know that's possible um so uh, 
So that's that's the detail on the map. Okay. Like I said, it, this got so confusing, I literally had to take detailed yeah. notes to keep it straight because I couldn't remember five minutes down the road yeah. what they were talking about. And so the mayor says that Thomas and Martha Wayne wanted to develop the area and they wanted to provide new affordable housing for the poor people of Gotham, which right. sounds great. Which makes it sound like this entire idea mm-hmm. was the Waynes. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, did they own the land? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who owns land at this point because they keep saying it's undeveloped. Somebody's got to own this big plot of land smack right. in the middle of, our, of Gotham. Yes, and, and is that so is that why the Waynes were involved with it? Yeah, um, they're not really clear. Right. Or and was it just their idea and they're spearheading the effort? Possibly, or yeah. they're, they're paying to buy the land back or... And to give it to this To fund it. Yeah, right. I don't, I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah, they don't really explain it. Um, but it does sound like the Waynes are on the rebuilding, the asylum yes. rebuilding side. Yes, they, and, they want to rebuild Arkham Asylum. And there's an opposing side that wants to uh, do the waste disposal site. Yeah, they want to turn it into um, a waste disposal plant, which mm-hmm. that seems like it would be way that more sounds, land than necessary. That, that's... That's so mobstery, though. I know, right? Like it's, it's that's so Sopranos. I'm in, I know I'm in the garbage business or whatever. I'm yeah. in waste management. That's that's what I'm thinking. Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, but the mayor is seems to be backing the Wayne side, the quote unquote Wayne plan. In this, yeah. So that's what this whole the takeaway from this scene because it was weird. Yeah, and I'm with you. I don't I don't think they explained it as well as they could have um, because some of the stuff later, I'm like. Who involved? Who, what was the, who the, yeah. and then the, what was the, yeah. Because why, why would any corporation who is getting involved in this major building, building project knowingly give contracts to the mob? So yeah. I, I don't understand why that, why that would be, but you know, whatever. It makes no sense to me. But it's, but it's Gotham, so everything is Well, sure, sure, sure. Um, so we move on to uh, Penguin at, um, He's at Maroney's restaurant. Right. And Maroney comes in to celebrate. Yeah, he's expecting to get some land. Yeah. And uh, the his guy... He is so sleazy. He really is. He plays a super he good He plays sleaze. him so sleazy. And um, his guys bring in several conspicuous bags. And they walk past Penguin. And Penguin is looking... I know, and he apparently did not learn his lesson about eavesdropping that no, he was told last no, episode. No. When Maroney basically told him, you don't Keep see your anything. nose out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, so that's a short little scene, and we move on, and Jim goes to yeah, Alfred. Yeah, we, the, it was a real quick scene, and we are getting a few of those really quick scenes, but yeah. they, we are getting longer scenes yeah, I think on the bigger better, plot. It wasn't like every scene was a real quick scene. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's working out a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of like the way they cut the penguin stuff because then it's not, you kind of get the beginnings of, ooh, he sees something. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he gets this plan. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is, you know, so, right. so I, I was okay with that. And it, it, wasn't it plays just, out better. Yeah, it wasn't, and it wasn't everything, like you said. Right, cut, so, cut, 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 cut. Yeah. So, Gordon goes to Alfred. Gordon goes to Alfred, and he wants to find out about the Wayne's plan for Arkham. And, and Alfred, Alfred knows an awful lot. He does! And, um, Alfred, for a butler. Yeah, for, he's just buddling. It's fine. Uh, so Alfred says that now uh, Falcone is back in the Wayne plan, and okay. that, uh, the councilman that died was on Falcone's side. Okay, so Don Falcone is back in the Wayne plan. Logic would dictate that he was not the one who had the Waynes killed. Yes, which he's told Jim that, which obviously nobody has to believe him because he's a mobster. Right. But I kind of lean on the side of uh, Falcone's not behind this. 
it doesn't make sense because he was living high on the hog mm-hmm. before, the, before the Waynes sure. were murdered. Sure. And the Waynes being murdered seems to has, have brought in too much chaos for him. Well, sure. Um, so you would kind of assume that it was Maroney because he wanted the waste disposal site. Right. But then again, Fish could have had them killed. Yep. To cause problems with Falcone. So we still don't know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the councilman was backing Falcone. So Mm -hmm. Gordon seems to think that that's the direction he needs to go in. Yeah. And uh, Bruce sneaks up again. He does. He ninjas again. And he uh, joins the conversation. Mm -hmm. And he he says that his parents were very passionate about the asylum. Yes. And, um... Jim is, like you said, he's worried that this fight between the two Dons will start a gang war. Yes, and Bruce tells him he has to stop the war. Yeah, he has to stop the war. Small order. Well, you know, Bruce stop the gang Bruce war. has put so much on Gordon's shoulders. He has. Like, here you go. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Harvey calls Jim, and uh, it turns out another councilman has been abducted. Mm-hmm. And nice of Bullock to call him himself. It was. That was sweet. And this guy's on Maroney's side, though. Right, but we the I do have, I have to point out that that first shot we get of the Arkham Asylum gates, uh-huh. it's also nice and spooky, and I really liked it. Yeah, because Arkham like saying that it was a house makes more sense to me mm-hmm. because you did get a decent originally. Yeah, you did get a decent look at it in the daytime in the next scene um, after the one we're about to talk about. Yep, and um, it doesn't look like a hospital institution. It no, was not an industrial no. building. No. Uh-uh. Um, so I think that's really cool. Yeah, it's not like a square. Yeah. It's got, it's got wings and shit. It's pretty. And, yeah. So. It's almost like almost like a lot like a Wayne Manor type thing just smack up in the middle of the city. Yeah. And looks a little older yeah. than, than what they, they're depicting the Wayne Manor as. Um, and I also wanted to point out somebody's paying to have these lights on because there are lights on. Were there lights on? There were lights. See, that's weird to me. Somebody was paying to have those lights on. Who was it? Because we're still dubious about who the hell even owns Arkham at this point. Right. Is it a city facility? Do the, does that mean the city owns the whole land? I mean, we don't know. You don't know. What? But I don't know that we're supposed to know. Yeah. Because then then you solve the Wayne murders. Yeah, that's true. And, well, we can't have that. Of course not. We have to string this out for God knows how much longer. So there's Councilman Zeller. Yeah, I know. There's Councilman Zeller. Yep. Who we find was backing Maroney. Yes. Now, when um, our killer dude, mm-hmm. who we still have not, who's not been identified yet. Right. Uh, when he's standing over him, do you notice there's that big old full moon in the background? Kind of, it's, you don't, it's not blatantly, you don't quite see it. It's mm-hmm. kind of hidden behind a little bit, but it's so comic booky. Yeah, that it's just I thought it was just really, yeah. really good scenery, and and they do that a lot throughout the show. And every time I'm just like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> uh, but we do see visually, we identify that this is the same guy who killed the other councilman. Yes. So we've got one assassin mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, because he's not really a murderer; he's an assassin. Yeah, uh, and he's killing both sides, and he's obviously doing it for money. Yeah, and he confirms that in this scene because. He takes he takes uh, the councilman. He rolls him up in a barrel. He douses him in gasoline, <laughs> and he tells the guy, "There's gasoline." I know. Ugh. I know. Uh, he smell. He tells the guy that if it was up to him, it would be an easy, quick, quick, hit. easy. Yeah. But his customer wants to send a message. Exactly. And if you remember, Butch said the same, or it said a similar thing about Gordon and Harvey before they were about to videotape them and kill them. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, fish has her ways. 
That's true. So I, I didn't make that pretty, connection. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. That is interesting. And I didn't catch it the first time I saw it. I didn't. So my th- possible theory about maybe that Fish is the one causing all the trouble, that she's the one who had the Waynes kill. Uh, yeah. There's a little merit faster. there. No, I wouldn't either. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, and then, of course, he just sets him on fire. Well, sure, because yeah. he's, he's paid to do that. So, we get the confirmation that this guy is a, uh, he's an assassin. Yeah, he's for all intents purposes. For no. Um, well, and he told uh, Councilman Jenkins that he really did vote for him. Yeah. I really did vote for you. Mm-hmm. He kind of seems like a nice guy. He kind of does. Except for the whole killing people thing. Yeah, you know, it's business. That's true. It's just a job. <laughs> And uh, so we move to um, Essen and Jim and Harvey. They're investigating the scene in the morning. And Bullock is wearing his angry hat. He is. He's already got his angry hat yes. on. Um, and Jim thinks that this is all about Arkham. And which, right. And Bullock asks him, "How do you, how know, do you know so, so much?" And uh, and he won't tell him. Yeah. He's and not I like, think oh, he's. I ran to Wayne Manor. Yeah, I think he's smart to not reveal his sources at this point to Bullock because he has no reason to trust Bullock. Because up and even up until this point, they're constantly at odds with oh, each other. Yeah. So he does not trust him at all, and I yeah. think that's that was good. And uh, so, yay, Gordon! Yay, you did something Gordon. right. <laughs> so Ed shows up to the crime scene, of course. And he tells them about the metal spike wounds in all the victims. And so we get. Enigma in a scene, so mm-hmm. we get to touch on his character, mm-hmm. but it's much more organic yeah. than the jumping between scenes. He yeah. just kind of shows up, he tells them about this thing, and then he leaves. Because they've given him a very specific purpose. He's a crime scene mm-hmm. tech. So, I mean, him delivering uh, information to our, right. to our heroes, right. um, it, it makes sense. And they're using him sparingly. Well, as and as opposed to them jumping back to the precinct where we almost always see Nigma, and yeah. then them having a quick little scene there, and boom, do 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 do. They they brought it. It was much smoother. Yeah. And then he left, and I was like, yeah. okay, you're 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 starting to to learn how to do this. And <laughs> I still Yay. really like Nigma a lot. I want more of him. I really do too. Because. He, he's starting to look really familiar to me, like I've seen him somewhere before. Yeah. But I don't know that I have. I don't, I think he's relatively uh, unknown. Right. Yeah, I think this is his first... Big thing. ...thing. But just every time I see him, he's starting to look familiar to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So. So, uh, he's, you know, it basically uh, says that, you know, they've got the same wounds on all the victims, so it means the same killers playing both right. sides, which is something that we already knew. As the audience. Mm-hmm. And Harvey knows who to visit. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no. So we get another flash of Penguin, and he is watching Maroney's goons pound, count. Count. <laughs> what? My notes here says, again, Bullock knows who to talk to. Who doesn't he know? Me. <laughs> and I'm very distraught about this. You're like, I have a hat. He doesn't know me. <laughs> so we go to uh, Penguin, and he's watching Maroney's goons count piles and piles and piles of money. So much money. And I'm like, you have to do this in a restaurant? Well, you gotta launder it somewhere. I guess. And uh, he's caught by the manager, because once again, he has still not learned his lesson. Right. And, uh, dear God, it looks like he has a plan. He's got that, <gasps> dun, dun, have dun. a plan look. <laughs> um, it's all in the nose. So, uh, Harvey's idea is to visit a Gotham State Penitentiary inmate, and he trades him cigarettes for information. Because this guy, it turns out, is a hitman, too. I mean, how does... But he just knows all these people. I know, and he trusts him enough. 
Well, it kind of goes back to anybody in the GCPD, if a criminal tells them something, they believe them. That's true. Oh, and the guy uh, that's in the, the, that they go to visit, he's got this epic yeah. beard. He does. It's His beard seriously, yeah. It's very strong. It's very neat. Yeah. It's, it's been combed. Yeah. He's got some pull on the inside, too. <laughs> He, he's a guy that knows stuff. Well, they get the name from him. Yeah, they do. They get, um, the guy says that, um, they, before they even tell him, he's like, yep, does he use a steel spike? And they're like, how did you know? <laughs> um, so he knows that, uh, he's this guy named Gladwell. Right. And the actor's name, who I cannot pronounce to save my life. He has life, been in a ton of stuff. He has, um... I've got the cast list up right here. I'm just trying to find him because I was going to get you to say it for me. Oh, God, help me. Uh, full cast. Sorry. Yeah. I'll tell you where, I, where I've seen him before. Here it is. This guy. I can't see that. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up on my ha- phone. Hakeem K. Kazim. All right. Kazim? Kazim. Hakeem. Okay. Hakeem. Is his first yeah. name. Okay, Kazim. Okay. And I'll tell you where I saw him. I know where you saw him. Librarian. He was in Librarian too? He was in the second one. Oh, the movie. Oh, see, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. Not the series. I've only, okay. I've only seen like the first movie, right? Yeah. And he was in Pirates. you know what movies yeah. I've seen. He, he was, was in, he was Captain Jacquard. That's, yeah. that's where I was, he was going. Gentleman Jacquard. Yeah. Yes. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and despite all this, he's kind of affable. He's he is. Likeable. He's. I, I kind of liked him. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So yeah. This guy knows uh, his name, and he knows what building he works at in the city. Well, sure. And it's just it's, it's common it's knowledge. Terribly convenient. Yeah. We did pay him two cartons of cigarettes. That's true. I mean, you get a lot of information for two cartons. Yes, of cigarettes. you do. Apparently. Uh, so the boys go to check out the building. Okay, and the whole time Bullock keeps asking Gordon. He knows he's hiding something. Yeah. What do you know? And um, apparently Gordon shows no real emotions, just one. And I'm not exactly <laughs> sure what that one is. But in this scene, they're going back and forth. He keeps asking him, yeah. you know. So how do you know? How do you know about this? Yeah. And but So we see that Bullock is actually paying attention yeah. to what's going on. He is, at the end of the day, he is still a good cop. Yeah, despite himself, he is a good cop. Yes, he just, like you said, path of least resistance. So. Yep. So, uh, they eventually find out after, like, I think 12 floors or something that this guy, uh, he works for HR at this really weirdly laid out company. It is. Uh, they find his name is Richard Gladwell. Yeah. I would die and if has I had to sit. desk job. I would die if I had to sit out in the open with that many damn people. This is the pre, pre-cube world, apparently, because they don't have any cubes or anything. They literally, it's like a hallway. Of desks. With desks lined up on both sides. And, and this is where we see the typewriters. Well, they're electric typewriters, though. Yes, they're not the full. I know. was paying attention. I was watching them, and I rewound it a couple of times so I could watch one side that they walked down and then racked it up and then watched it the other side yeah. um, to see. But they're all the same type of electric uh, typewriters. None of them had a manual. It wasn't mixed up. It was just an electric typewriter. So they're like, okay. Timeless my ass. Yeah, whatever. Um, it's the 1980s. Just, yeah. just deal with it. So he, uh, the guy sees them before they make their way down to his desk. And they don't see him. No, and they don't see him. Right. And so he goes into the back and he's assembling this weird weapon of his. Right. And um, Jim goes to check it out alone. But he doesn't go charging in. No. He's got the smarts to not just go 
charging back there and he, te- and he yeah. yeah and he does tell Bullock to stay behind in case he comes back which was a smart move too yes. and Bullock starts rummaging through his desk which was which smart. was a smart thing to do yeah. but then Bullock starts yelling which was a stupid thing to do yes hey look what I found yeah because Jim would have there was there would have been some kind of confrontation I can't probably Jim would have gotten his ass kicked that's true. Judging by, <laughs> he, he is five for oh getting his ass kicked. So. Yeah. So, but uh, so Harvey calls him back to this guy's desk, and he the guy takes this chance to get away. Yeah. Um, but he finds uh, clippings about the murder. Sure. Uh, the murders, and they find a list with the initials C, L, and M on it. Yes, but at the top it says Lansky. Is that the That's company the they're at? Okay, That's that, the, I was the like, Lansky ah, I missed that. Yeah. So I don't have closed captioning, so yeah. apparently I missed that. But but then when they do go back to where they think he's hiding, they both have their guns drawn. Yes. Good job. So uh, we move on to uh, Bruce, and he well, wakes up. But they're, when they're standing back there, they find yeah. he's, he's run off, and they're standing mm-hmm. there, and uh, Bullock drops that piece of paper that has the initials on yeah. it. That's so purposely done. Yeah. When I watched that scene, he like his little it was fingers so move. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like, seriously, that was just not even. Yeah. You could have put Pretend. a string on that and had somebody from off oh, stage no. kind it's, of. It's like he want. It. It's like Bullock wanted Gordon to bend down <laughs> and pick it up. <laughs> Which y'all infer just gonna from point, that whatever I'm you just going to point yeah. that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's the Lansky, and it says CLM, and we have no clue what that means. <laughs> and there, it's like C, and then under it L, L and then and under it M. M. Like so, they mean three different things. It's not like the initials CLM. CLM yeah. So it's a list. Yeah. Uh, so we move on to uh, Bruce waking up from a nightmare. And Alfred is again concerned, which he's probably perpetually concerned at yeah, this point. Yeah, well. Um, and Bruce wants to see all the Arkham files. And at first, Alfred's like, oh yeah, should I get those for you? And he's like, yes, I'd like to look at them all. Yes, please. Um, baby Bruce does not have sarcasm in his repertoire. No, he doesn't. That poor thing. But he wants to find a connection between the recent murders and the murders of his parents. Sure. He wants to investigate. <gasps> we see baby detective, lots of baby detective stuff. Yes. Um. So we go back to Maroni's restaurant, and it's getting held up by robbers wearing stereotypical pantyhose masks. Well, yeah, as you do. And they go after the money that's being held there. Yep. And the manager ends up getting killed. A lot. A lot of dead. And uh, Maroni's guys eventually do arrive. Um. They find there's Oswald. lots of dead people. There's too. lots of dead folk. Uh, and they find Oswald hiding in the back in a freezer, clutching a bag, the uh, one one of the bags of money. They follow his bloody footprints. Yes, and um, I was like, "Oh, look! It's the first Iceberg Lounge." <laughs> no, you did not. It's just That's really terrible. Small. That's terrible. <laughs> it's the start of his career. It's <laughs> his very first oh TV Tiny Nightclub. Stop. That was bad. That's where my brain goes. Yay. Of course, yeah. I'm the one that keeps going on and on about Bullock watching Gordon bend down and pick something up. There so you go. I have my ways. You have yours. <laughs> uh, so uh, we go to now. Of course, we haven't seen the ridiculous apartment in forever. Oh, so we're back. To I the, could have lived without it. We're back to Barb's ridiculous apartment. And she's being weird with Who Jim? puts their bed in the middle of the floor? I don't what the fuck is that? I don't know. You're gonna fall off. I was wondering about how that do you myself. read? Yeah, there's no headboard. There's no foot. It's weird. It's literally out in the middle. It's yeah. obviously not a very big apartment because yeah. it's there's no bedroom. The room right there. there that, they go upstairs, mm. I think, for the bedroom. But the bed's right there in the middle of the. Yeah, it's really weird. 
Um, but the only good thing, the one redeeming quality about Barb in this scene is she has a gigantic glass of wine. Oh, no, that thing is like a whole bottle of glass. Like, that is my size glass. I know, right? Yeah. I'm the one that goes to a restaurant and they pour a normal size glass and I'm like, this is tiny. I this know. Like it's like wine. a swallow. Yeah. So that was her one redeeming quality for me in that, in that is her giant wine glass. Um, so she says that Jim has secrets and she doesn't like it. And she asks specifically about... Kind of like Bullock. Yeah. Just going to point that out for another... About Oswald Cobblepot, which again proves that Barb cannot keep her damn mouth shut about anything. Anything ever. And um, it would just take a genius to figure out who told her about Oswald. Well, she says it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter where she knows that name. I'm like, fuck yeah, it does matter. Yes, it does. Yeah. You're grilling him for answers. Why can't you give him some answers? It goes both ways. And so, of course, it takes him all of two seconds to realize it was Montoya. Sure. And um, she spills... Which goes to the next leap. Yeah, she spills about their their past relationship. Of course he's angry. And... He makes a point of saying... Gordon has an emotion. He does. He it's the same one. Yeah, it's it's anger. But We're he, still at one, but, but... we still have one. It's not just like, oh, right. okay, whatever. Right. Um, so, he is upset that she lied to him, not about the fact that Montoya is a woman, which I say kudos to Jim. I thought that was great writing that they... They made a point of they saying made, that. They made that clear. Yeah. For Gordon's character's sake. I'm glad that they made that clear. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was like, kudos to Jim for that. Um... And he, like, storms out, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And so we go back to Moroni's restaurant, and he is super pissed about the robbery, and he is convinced that Falcone is behind it. And the the transition between these different scenes, is it feels so much better. to. And I know I've said it a couple of times, yeah. but it's such an improvement. Yeah. Because I was getting whiplash, in, uh, particularly in 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. The pilot was like that, too, but it wasn't as bad. Well, you're introducing characters. It's okay. Yeah. It just... Yeah. But here we're getting story progression. Yeah. Right. And um, so he's convinced that Falcone is the one that robbed his restaurant. And um, Oswald is brought before Maroney to tell his story about what happened. And you can see, and, and one of the things we've learned about Maroney's character, he is so barely in control. Yeah. And that's so not good. Yeah. To be head of a family, issues. to be head of a family, to be head of a business, you cannot be that out of control. Yeah. And he's such a stark contrast to what we've seen of Falcone. He really is. Who is all control. He's all about the control. Yeah. I just I just like Falcone better, but Maroney's so sleazy. But that's the char- way the character's written. Yeah. And he plays it really well. He does. He does. Um, and uh, I, I think it's a good contrast between the two of them. Yeah, I do too. So Penguin tells his little story that, you know. He's so snivelly. He is. He's so good at being snivelly. He is. And you know it's an act because the second Maroney turns away, he's like, his face totally changes. Yeah. And that speaks to Robin's acting. Yeah. Yeah. That he can do that. And he was born he, oh, to play Penguin. Like, yes. And so it turns out that uh, Penguin is getting a promotion to manager. Yeah. You know, that tends to happen when there's a vacancy from the murder of your previous manager. Yeah. Um, and he also gets money for new clothes, which I know makes Penguin happy because he was going to have to murder somebody for a suit well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of. Well, he kind of did. Did. You know. <laughs> That's kind of. But anyway, but, uh, we'll get to that later. <laughs> so we move on to uh, Harvey. He has found out that Richard Gladwell has been dead for five years, and this guy just, used his identity. But look, just knows how to know just he stuff. He does. He does. He's not a bad cop. He's not. He's just not a great person right now. No. Uh, but he's getting better. Mm-hmm. And um, so Harvey doesn't want to figure out this CLM list. He's like, no, I don't want to deal with that. And Gordon... 
gets angry. They ha- his, I know. His, his expression changes. Yeah, he, they banter, and that's what I put in my notes. Jim has a hint of a personality. Yeah, mine says his expression actually changes. Yeah, uh, so and and the, I like the banter. And uh, let's, uh, so my note says, uh, looks like Gordon is finally starting to grow some balls here. Because yeah. instead of just Bullock says something and Gordon just goes along with it because well, he's the senior partner, Gordon actually fights back. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'm going to do this. And so they decide they're going to work yes. the case separate ways. They're going to, right. Jim's going to do it his way. Harvey's going to do it his way. Mm-hmm. And Jim knows that Harvey's just going to go visit Fish. Because, you know. Because that's, go that's his go-to girl. Yeah. And um, so we get another weird singer audition at Fish's Club. And those earrings have got to be heavy as hell. Oh, God, yes. Did you see those things? Yes. They were monsters. And um, this girl, Liza, which that should be a sign. She got a name and the other one didn't. Uh, this girl, Liza, <laughs> says that she'll do whatever it takes to get the job. Sure. And they do the seduction game again, but this time she's much better at it than she's her so much better. Well, I mean, she goes in and then she takes the drink and then she walks off. Mm-hmm. That's how you seduce somebody. You yeah. don't just get all up in their face. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it was much better. Mm-hmm. And Harvey then comes in, and damn if him and Fish don't flirt again. It's just some I know. flirty flirt. I know. Because she makes a point of saying, um, do you see something you like? And he looks straight at her and he goes, I, I do, do now. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he knows He knows where the information is going to come from. Oh, yeah. And so uh, he wants Fish to find this Gladwell guy. And she, again, insinuates that Falcone has hired him and because he's determined to win the vote. So every chance she gets, Fish is bad-mouthing Falcone to somebody. Right. As long as they're not somebody... That somebody's in Falcone. But I don't know that she's being super subtle about it. No, she's not. This doesn't not. seem like a subtle enough game. No. Mm-mm. For what she's planning to take over. Right. Um, so, you know, whatever. And um, we see uh, Jim working his way. And he gets a call from Oswald, who just wants to prove his trust. Well, sure. He's trustworthy. Well, he's playing both sides. Right. And, um, Which is kind of genius. It really is. And he tells um, he tells Jim that Maroney is going to take someone out that supports Falcone's plan. Right. And so they know that there's another target, but they don't know who. And Jim checks out the list of guys working protection that night and finds that their initials match the list. C-L-M. And so at this point, I was like, how, how, and I get that this is just one shift. How in the hell does one shift of police protection, and they, they made a point of saying they're protecting anybody involved in the vote. All the councilmen and the mayor. Three dudes. Well, I think it's just the three dudes that were signed to the mayor, specifically. Yeah, maybe. maybe because it showed it. a sheet, and it had mayor's name, and then those three, oh, okay. I, sar- I think there were sergeants listed okay. under them. But, you know, as far as Gladwell is concerned, that's a super crappy way to keep track of your uh, officers' names. Just listing their the first initial of their last name. Yeah. But whatever. Whatever. Jim Jim does some police work. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, and so he figures out the new target is the mayor. Mm, thank God. Well, and again, uh, and we've mentioned this before. That's Gordon, and Gordon is known to do this. He's able to connect the dots from A to B to C, yeah. and that's his superpower. That's what he does. And Harvey just knows his shit. as a, his yeah his ability, and it speaks. I mean, it's canon that's what gordon does he connects the dots um which always makes it fun that he supposedly has doesn't know who batman is 
You know he's connected oh, those Gordon dots. Oh, damn well knows who Batman is. That's plausible deniability. Plausible deniability. Like, Perfectly. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Jim goes to visit our favorite per, uh, politician in Gotham. Okay, and he goes, the, he knocks on the door. Of course, you see the cops are gone. The cop cars are empty. Yeah. And he goes up to the door. It's raining. Yeah. It's freaking pouring. And, and the mayor it's no The mayor answers. Yes, no umbrella. And the mayor answers the door, and he's like standing in the doorway. I'm like, it's fucking raining. Let him inside. Yeah, and I I thought that was weird that the mayor answered his own door. I mean, yeah, and I kind of thought it was weird that like because we're comparing Gotham to New York. Sure. The the mayor's mansion is not a compound. It's not gated. It's just like a brownstone. Well, yeah, and we also see in the next scene that the the press room. Mm-hmm. Is like right off of his living room. Yeah, I was like, so is that? So maybe He's that's not really people in his home. Like maybe that's not the mayor's house. Maybe that's his like. Office maybe that's his kind of thing. In, yeah, in town, how in town residence or something, and he the mayor's mansion is somewhere else. But this is not. But yeah, because that press room being right next door off of his living room was just really weird. Yeah, it's just it's just an odd thing. Um. So, yeah, he opens his own door, and we see Glidewell coming. Dun, dun, dun. And um, Jim's trying to get the mayor out, and he's, like, emptying his safe and shit, and he's like, could you hurry it up? <laughs> you know, the whole death looming. Yeah, and uh, so Gladwell attacks, and they fight a lot. Mm-hmm. And Jim is Jordan, saved, Gordon loses. Yeah, and Jim lot. is saved by Harvey again. Well, he does that. And they both, I think it's on purpose. Then they both shoot the guy a lot. When he tries to well, finish the job. Well, sure, and but like Gordon's on one side and Bullock is on the other side, and they're I'm like, how do you not hit each other? Yeah. Because Gordon has not been shown to be a very good shot up until this point. <laughs> uh, where Bullock is. Yeah, Bullock's but, yeah. a really good shot. So he's uh, this is a couple times he shot somebody that was about to kill Jim. Yep, that's true. Well, he was going to kill the mayor when he said he was going to finish the job. Yeah, but I mean, when he came in, that's true. He, he did save yeah. him from. Uh, so, uh, Barb visits Jim at the station, and we can see she is capable of leaving her apartment. I don't believe you. I think it's a hologram. (laughs) She pisses me off so badly in this scene. Yeah, I know, because she, she does apologize for not telling him about Montoya, but then she asks about Cobblepot again. Mm Mm-hmm. And what kills me is she's like, because he says he can't tell her because it's about his work, and she's like, you told me about your work before. And I was, I was kind of pissed off at Jim here, too, because I was like, flat out tell her that the last time I told you shit, you called the press and created a big Call her out on it. Me. Yeah, call her out on it. So now I feel like I can't 100% trust you. Yeah, and he didn't And call he would her be completely in the right. Yeah, and so she says that she can't live like this, blah, blah, blah. She, she knew when she started dating him. Yep, he was caught. Where this was going. Yeah. Maybe he was a beat cop before, and sure, he could talk about those things, but he's a detective now. These are ongoing investigations. And these are he big cannot, investigations. I know, and he cannot disclose this information to her, and yeah. she should know that. Do you think she would respect that? Obviously I mean, did she expect not. to sit down every night at dinner and go over his case files? Oh. I mean, so yeah. I don't know that I would want to know all that crap. No. And it turns out that when she knows stuff, she just worries and is all weird about it. And tries to get him killed. Yeah. So, uh, we move back to Fish's, uh, and she puts the two singers, uh, competing for the job against each other, literally, because they're going to fight for it. Yes. 
And this Liza girl wails on the other girl. It, she's 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 unskilled, like she's untrained. Yeah. But she gets the job done. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, when do I start? Yeah. Like, yeah. I was waiting for Fish to say, you already did. She, <laughs> I was like, that might have been a little too cheesy. A little bit. Um, so we uh, go to this apartment, and there are these thugs in there that are counting their money, and they have these the, the bags that we saw right. earlier. Right, so they're obviously the people who robbed Maroney's. Right, and Oswald walks in, and they know him. They welcome oh. him, and he has brought them cannoli for a job How well done. sweet. Him and food. Murder of food. And Murder I put food. in my notes, oh shit, there's food involved. Nice suit. Yeah, I have him and food, nice suit. Yes. Um, and we go back to Jim, and he is watching the announcement of the Arkham decision. At the precinct. At the precinct. And there's been a compromise. A split vote. And so the mayor says that, you know, we get the low-cost housing, but we also get a waste management plant, um, and we see Maroney celebrating. Right, because Fal- Falcone gets the housing. Right. Maroney gets the asylum and the waste disposal. Right, and Arkham is going to be retrofitted, not rebuilt, not torn down and rebuilt. Right. And so uh, we go to Bruce, and he's upset about the compromise. And, and I don't understand why it's as bad as all that. Okay, but who is there with Bruce? Is it Alfred? Gordon. Oh, Gordon. Gordon apparently got from the precinct. Oh, is this the magic? To the Wayne Manor. During the... During this press release. He's the knight? Ravens? <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. Because I've got here Arkham split vote, and how in the hell did Gordon get to Wayne Manor that I fast? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Because okay. he's standing in the background behind him. Okay. So yeah, Bruce is really upset, and I, I kind of don't understand... Why he's that upset? Well, the asylum is going to be reopened. Isn't that what his parents... Yeah, I mean, I know it's not a new building, but, like, it is going to be reopened. But, yeah, isn't that what they wanted? Yeah, and so, apparently, waste management is the devil. And, uh... Sure, sure, okay. Like you said, Maroney got the plant and the refurb of Arkham, and Falcone got the housing project. Right. And, um, Bruce thinks the new asylum should have happened, and... Um, he's, you know, kind of upset about it, and he asks Jim if Gotham is worth saving, or is, or, or it can be saved. Right. And Jim says it's worth, worth trying, trying to save it. Right. Um, and but get... that that little bit gives Bruce some hope. Yeah. You can, yeah. So that was that was an important. It was very very brief, but it was an important exchange. Yeah. And um, we go back to Oswald and his new little friends who are super dead. And the cannoli oh. was poisoned. Cabin the cheesecake the is cheese- poisoned. That's what I kept thinking too. The cheesecake, cheesecake is, is poisoned. Poison. <laughs> the cannoli is poisoned. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. And so Oswald collects the money and he walks away. And it's a really smart damn plan. Because not only has he gotten himself a, a, a promotion, he's gotten uh, Maroney to trust him mm-hmm. at least a little bit. A little more, yeah. And um, now he's got this heap of money to do God knows what with. Mm-hmm. To conduct all kind, all manner of mayhem. Well, and he's going to make more money with his promotion. Yeah. Because, you know, mobsters pay pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. he's putting he's him... created chaos because Maroney's convinced Falcone did it. Oh, sure. So, I thought that was, I thought Penguin's part. There's a work coming. I can see it because I'm planning Cause it. I'm creating it. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
That's how he can see it. Right. But yeah. And so, that's the end of the episode, and right? that's the end of the episode. Okay. And I was really pleasantly surprised with this one. It was a much better episode. Yeah. Gordon gets personality. He yeah. grew some balls. Bullock is the same bad cop. Yeah. But that was never really a problem. I missed seeing Selena. Yeah. Um, but I really felt like the story moved. Yes. There, there was there was character development. There was story development. And we can see that Fish is planning something. Right. Well, she's um, actually planning something as opposed to just talking about it. Yeah, I'm going to take over and it's going to be great. Right. So she's actually doing stuff. Yeah, so this was such a better episode. And this, um, we didn't see him much, but Butch Gilzine. Who? Butch Gilzine. Uh, I don't know if you know who that is. They haven't mentioned him in oh, a while. Oh, okay. Um, but he, you kind of see a little bit more of their relationship. Him and Fish. Right. How loyal he is to her. He's really nice to her. He really is. He's not... And maybe they backed off because he was super slimy in the pilot. He was. So maybe they backed him off a little bit and they're... I I don't know. He seems more of a confidant of hers. Mm -hmm. And now I... Her lieutenant. Yeah. Now I understand why she said... Like when... Because Penguin's first defense was... It was was Butch that told. And she was like... She's like, no. He would never betray me. No. And so that kind of feeds into that and I go okay now I, I'm I see where of, that's coming from yeah, yeah yeah so I thought that was good we're really getting to a point in the story where we've got some back history mm-hmm. in the back history of Batman wait what the uh, <laughs> so we've got some back history on these characters we've got uh we're starting to, so now they're not having to hit us in the face with it as much yeah which I think has calmed things down yeah which makes it so much much a much better episode I'm like okay yeah. let's get on with it and well they finally did get yeah. on with it and while the Arkham thing was kind of convoluted, I'm really glad they brought Arkham into it. Yeah, I'm still very, I'm still very confused about it, but I think we're supposed to be. Yeah, and and Arkham is like the home to all these supervillains in the mm-hmm. future. Sure. So I mean, it, it it's really funny it needs to get in there somewhere. Yeah, it's really funny because it's usually like, okay, we're gonna lock up Joker and Penguin and, and whoever in in uh, Arkham, and then they're gonna break out, and then we're gonna go through this all <laughs> over again. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where Harley meets... Well, it's just they rotate whoever breaks out. Yeah. There's the Scarecrow, yeah, there's the Harley, Joker. Harley meets Joker. Yeah, because she starts out as, as a doctor. Yeah, she's yeah. a doctor there. So I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because I, I just really want to see Harley at some point. <laughs> I mean, I'm even, yeah. I'm even more excited for her than the Joker because it's going to be really hard to pull the Joker off well. Right. Um, oh, it's going to be so tough. Yeah, so I don't even know if you're... I don't even especially, know if you're there. Especially after Heath Ledger. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, oh God, what is his name? The other guy who did Joker. Jack Nicholson. No, Jack Nicholson. Well, his name just totally blanked from my head. <laughs> he was a really good Joker. Yeah. Um, up until Heath Ledger came along. He didn't have that chaos element, though. And Heath Ledger was just Heath balls to the wall crazy. blew it away. And with his death t- all tied up in that, yeah. Heath Ledger is up on such a pedestal. Yeah. Whether or not he deserves it, well, I personally think he does deserve I it because I thought it was—it's my favorite. It is my. Joker. He is, yeah. It is my favorite Batman movie ever. Yeah. Even the the one after it. Yeah. That middle with the Dark Knight. That's yeah. my favorite ever, and he is so up here mm-hmm. that to reach that level again ever, it's not going to happen. Yeah. There's no way. And and that's what I'm worried that if they try to do the Joker, it'll end up just looking cheesy. But they're doing a pre-Joker. Right, that we don't see him in a we, we don't see these guys in their full yeah we're never yeah glory. we're supposedly never going to get to that point yeah. because we're never going to get to Batman yeah which which I think is going to limit the show a lot I think it will too because uh, I'm to the point where I'm like are we ever going to see Penguin be Penguin are we ever going to see Catwoman in her you know 
cat suit at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're we're limited because you know Carmen's thirteen in the show, right? And so and Batman's like eleven. Yeah, presumably this can only go so far. But I want to know how far we're going to get with some of the other villains that even, are already adults, right? I mean, even if this show is the top, which it's not the top rated show, but if it was like the top rated show. And it was the big, huge moneymaker for Fox. Years, maybe. Yeah, seven, eight, ten, maybe. ten tops yeah. on the outstretch. Because then uh, Catgirl is uh, twenty-three. Yeah. You know, and of course, you got how how time's going to flow. But the yeah. age of the, these children and um, Bruce is going to be twenty-one. Yeah, and, I'm afraid at some just, point they're going to do a fast there is forward. An, there is an end point. I'm afraid at one point they're going to do a fast forward and they're going to recast. I just kind of it's going to get weird. I just hope that they can, uh, when they do get to that last season, that they don't just get canceled and it goes off the air. I hope they're able to wrap some stuff up and yeah. go, okay, Penguin, Joker, and do all the the sprouting, yeah. and then boom, that be the end of it. Yeah, that they get to do the whole story. Yeah, that it gets to be even a if they have package. to even if they have to cut out a little bit in the middle because yeah. okay, at least give them some time to know this is your last season yeah. and wrap it up. Yeah, because I hate series just left hanging. Gee, yeah. What are you talking about, Fox? Fox. (laughs) I'm not bitter about Firefly at all, guys. You know, right before I came over here, you know what was on TV? Serenity. Yeah. Guess what I was watching? Serenity. I had to. It was on TV. It was. You must watch it. Yeah. And then pretend it's all a dream because none of that happened. It was a complete dream sequence. That entire movie was a dream sequence. None of that happened. Yes. Uh, So yeah, I thought I thought it was an AU. Yeah, it was. So I thought this was a step in the right direction. For yes, once. finally. This is where we finally started getting glimmers of this can be a good show. The, the potential was always there, but here they're finally starting to use it. Yeah. Thank God, because at this point I was really starting to go, oh my God, I don't want to watch the show again. I yeah. don't want to watch, oh my, I don't want to see this again. But then this was really good. Yeah. Yeah, this this really, I think this was the hook for me. Mm-hmm. Fin- it, you finally got you in there. I was like, I'm hanging in here because oh. this is it, because I it's feel like I need to watch this. Yeah. yeah, it was an obligation. Now it's getting enjoyable. Yeah, finally. But I will say, if the first three episodes, if they had had completely crappy, horrible actors, and it was the same, you know, plot lines and everything, I would have stopped. Right. But you yeah. know, you've got, you've got. I think they have a really great cast. I'm st- I was still on the fence with Ben McKenzie at this point. Uh, yeah, me I too. think everybody else was doing really good. I think um, your peripheral characters are Jada all great. Jada Pinkett Smith was doing really good. David was doing really good as Bruce. Um, I love Logue. Cameron Donald yeah. Logue. Well, you know how I feel about Donald Logue. Yeah, in any show. I actually started watching Vikings last week because I found out he was in it. <laughs> Only because I found out he was in it. Um, they're they're doing great except Bar- Barbara Keane. Yeah, which she's so. Which I think she's written poorly. She she is so poorly written. Yeah, and I don't know that. I don't blame the actress on that one. I do a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. I bit. do a little bit. She could do a little better acting. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. It just it hurts so much. Yeah. But even Essen, yeah. the mayor. Mm-hmm. They're great characters, but I don't know if it's Gordon's writing that he's just so flat. I, and, and I started thinking about that because we got so excited. He showed, like, two emotions, or the same emotion twice, in this episode. And I'm like, sure, I don't sure. know if that is a careful construction it's possible of what because he with his character. Well, but, yeah. He does start out, he is a rookie. Yeah. He's, like, down here. But and he has, he's like, just like learning no his way up here. Well, like, his face doesn't ever change. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if, it, if it is 
carefully constructed and they're doing this on purpose, that's a big leap. Yeah, that's a, big a lot risk. of trust. Well, they they were banking a lot on this is Batman. People will sit through some of this, some, several episodes yeah. to get to hear. Yeah, with episode four with Arkham, and now it's finally starting to go somewhere. Yeah. And they they were right with us. We went on. Okay, fine. We'll see. We'll yeah. watch this. It would it's take Batman. a lot for me to just completely give up. And I was on so a yeah, because I was so excited for the series mm-hmm. when it started. I was like, oh yes, finally! And it was such a great idea. And then it was like, oh no, really? This is so <laughs> bad. I'm actually um, I started thinking about it because they made a point of saying that this is completely not canon. With any of the other DC stuff that's in production, it's not in the same universe as The Flash. Oh, no, no. Uh, well, The Arrow. Flash is on... That's all on CW. Yeah. But um, it's also not taking place in the universe for the new movies that's coming up. Dawn of Justice or whatever. Which I'm happy about. How many more Batman movies can they make? This is Batman versus Superman. Which I don't care. important. I don't care. I, don't I could not care any less about... So I do not like Superman. You know, that's the thing. He's boring. It takes a lot for me to not give a shit I about like Batman less, movie. I like Lex Luthor. Yeah. More than I care about... Oh, I know. Superman, Superman is pants off of boring. But it takes He's a, worse goody two-shoes than Captain America. I just oh want to say. It takes a lot for me to not be excited about a Batman movie... Batman versus Superman, I will that probably it, not see it. I will see it eventually on the movie channels, probably to make fun Yeah, of it. if it ever actually makes it to the premium channels, I might watch sit it down. just to see it. Just like I had to actually sit down and watch Godzilla. Because <laughs> I had to have seen it. Yeah. But but yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad it's not in that universe because we're not going to get any horrible tie-ins. Oh, thank God. So I, I'm excited about that. This right. is its own thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I wouldn't mind if they, you know, kind of referenced. Uh, uh, it's not Chicago. It's Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. If they make a reference to, yeah, uh, fine like that. you know, a cop transferred in from Metropolis, yeah. Metropolis, or you know, just make a reference to it. That would be fine. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Right, but uh, not like. Sure. Hey, here's Clark Kent. You know. On a school field trip or something. Lois Lane reports. <laughs> something ridiculous. And the Junior League. Yeah. Something. No, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so the moral of the story is this it's the show's finally getting better. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. Chair dance. <laughs> and she really is chair uh, yeah, dancing. I am. It's yeah. true. In my Batman shirt. Come In on. Bat- yes, you are wearing a Batman shirt. Yay. Very proud. Okay. We, we are now more the night than Bruce is at this point. <laughs> And we always see him in the daytime. Yeah. So far. He, yeah, he hasn't been lurking uh, in the dark yet. No, not yet. He's going to learn a lot. Well, he's doing the emo dark. That's true. That's true. Next thing you know, the he's going to... dark gonna, is in his soul. <laughs> he's going <gonna, laughs> to come with the eyeliner, he's, you know? Can we please have Bruce with eyeliner? Black leather jacket. Oh, my God. Leather pants. At this point, Alfred's going to throw up his hands and be like, I don't fuck <laughs> it anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> Jim, 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 he's your problem now. I'm going on vacation to the Bahamas. <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, just to let everybody know that, you know, we're, we have email address. We have an email address. We have email address. We, I can talk words. Uh, it's uh, randomtpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. And you can send us feedback about our show, uh, any of the shows that, that we do, or um, if you've got any crazy theories or, you know, regular theories, but crazy theories are more fun. 
Um, just anything. Just send us an email. If there's an Easter egg we missed, if there's a reference to anything in canon that we yes. didn't see, we love those kind of things too. Yeah, we do. Uh, you can also get us on Tumblr. Yep. It's randomtpodcast.tumblr.com, and you can tweet at us on randomtcasts. And if you follow us on Twitter, at randomtcasts, you can find out when all of our shows are released. Yep, because we do, we do Twitter updates uh, whenever we drop a new episode. Yep, so, yeah. for all of our shows. Mm-hmm. And what are all our shows, Anya? Uh, currently, we are doing Sleepy Hollow. Gotham. Yep. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're also doing the MCU movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing some random movies. So if you have any ideas for that, give us a shout out. Let us know what you'd like to hear. Uh, and coming up soon, we're going to be doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Agent Carter. Yeah, we're going to pick up Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, when season three starts. Yep. Um, and Agent Carter will have finished season one before season two starts at the beginning of 2016. Right. Okay. Anything else? I'm good. Great. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys.